Yo, 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 yo. All right, all right, guys. What up? So today is October the 24th, I think. Is it the 24th? Yeah, it's the 24th. Um, out here on a windy Thursday afternoon about 5 p.m. Actually, 5 p.m. on the dot. And uh, I'm tired. Kind of long couple of days here. But headed home from work now. And I want to touch up on all the weekend and first of the week shenanigans that went down. Um, I guess the starting back on last. Saturday Last Saturday was My girl's birthday And I think we hung out I think maybe we went to get something to eat But I don't remember where Well actually I think we were just at my house Low key kicking it I think I'm not 100% certain. I don't remember. What did I do? Anyways. I think we hung out for a little bit. But not like hung out, hung out. We just kind of hung out somewhat. Um, And I think we went to... Oh, you know what? Now I know. We went to Boston's... um, my girl came over, went to Boston's, took me a minute there, went to Boston's to watch the Yankees and the Astros play, which was a good game, uh, but that's not why we went, we just went, my girl had went, celebrated her birthday with her nieces and family and nephews and some brothers and sisters, and I just wanted to see her, she came over, we hung out, we relaxed for a little bit. Uh, I believe she went home and Sunday she came back to my house. We got up and went to go watch the Packers and the Raiders game. Now, that game is a lot closer than it, the score would indicate. Obviously, they did win 42-24 against the Raiders. But I don't feel as if Green Bay's defense was all that... Our offense was cooking for the most part. I know we didn't get the scores. And we had a tur- couple of turnovers in the red zone. I know we didn't get in on a goal line stand. But we were checking the ball all over the field. Um, that game actually had a lot of movement both ways. A lot of There wasn't a lot of defense being played on either side. Which is a concern for Oakland. But not necessarily a concern for Green Bay. Because Green Bay can score. Um, but you know, there's still a little bit of irons, a little bit of wrinkles to iron out. What's, what's really hurting the Oakland Raiders is we don't have a true wide out that commands two sets of eyes on him. Um, they're just simply putting everybody up in the box, which is why Josh Jacobs wasn't able to get in. 
which is why Derek Carr had nowhere to throw the ball to and nowhere to run with the ball, and it, it actually fumbled into the end zone for a touchback. That's due in part because nobody is respecting our receivers. Nobody is respecting anybody, and they're just simply loading the box. Uh, now, we're doing a tremendous job of fighting it, but it's boiling down to that we don't have a true wideout. You know, Antonio Brown, you know, would we have won these three games we've lost? I believe we would have won this one against Green Bay. If we'd had a true wideout, the score would have been much closer. We didn't have the turnovers and possibly could have won it, you know. Could have easily put Green Bay in the hole 21-0 and then kept climbing on that. Now, 42 points. Yeah, they were at home. Yeah, our defense, yeah. It would have been close. It would have been 28 points, 35 points. would have been insurmountable if we would have just got up 21 or 17, 24 to 7, and then kept a touchdown, two or three touchdown lead on them. would have been hard for them to come back. Well, you know, things didn't shake out that way. And I don't really blame the Raiders. Uh, everybody tried to get a true wideout. Our defense is a little lackluster, but you know what? Vontaze Burfick is out indefinitely. Um, Conley's just traded away, you know. Maybe he wasn't, his head wasn't in the game. So we got some things we're doing in the defense. I mean, obviously we need to fix it. Obviously... It's a major emphasis of fixing over the off season, whenever that may come, or fixing it now. You know, we're working on it. But three and three is where we're at. We're headed to Houston, and should be interesting. Another interesting matchup. You know, hopefully the team can respond, bounce back, and get that win. But we went to Boss uh, BJ's for to watch the game. Uh, we hung out with the homies, Trish, Jen, and my girl, and then, you know, watched the game. Hung out there, watched damn near the second game. But we left and went home, got some travel supplies, you know, to head out to Vegas, which was what I did Monday through yesterday. But before we go on to Vegas, um... The Raiders. The Raiders moving to Vegas. Uh, I just watched them on Sunday. And then I went to go to Las Vegas on Monday. Um, you know, the Las, Raider, Las Vegas, the Raiders are coming. So it says on the sign. And I passed by the building. You know, and the Raiders are coming. But you know what? Before we even get there. Sunday, you know, I went home, washed the clothes, packed up, got ready. Excited to leave Monday morning. Boom. Monday morning rolls around. My girl comes to my house. We get in her car and we drive up to Vegas. And on the way, we stopped at Eddie's World, which was... It's an amazing place in Yermo. If you've never been there, you know, there's not much out there in Barstow, Yermo. You know, needles that you would want to stop and see or stop and do. But Eddie's World is there. And I thought Eddie's World was really nice on the inside and outside. Uh, clean gas station, clean setup they got going on. 
the beef jerky from in there from the Jedediah's jerky's phenomenal. Um, I got a ghost pepper jerky from them, which is great. If you want to flame your mouth to smithereens, that was dope. Uh, we stopped at uh, Alien Jerky, which is over there in Baker by the thermostat, the world's tallest thermos thermometer. Uh, the Alien store is really unique as well. I really like that. I like the setup on the outside. Um, the whole they went all in, you know, the all in on the UFO Area 51 kind of memorabilia to it. You know, there's stuff to see on the inside. Stuff to do on the outside, things to buy, pictures to take, you know, whoever designed that, you know, I had never been there, um, but I went there and I was totally impressed. Uh, it is a gimmicky shop, you know, if you go there, you're going to be um, buying alien stuff. But I mean, me, the UFO enthusiast that's in me, the little bit of conspiracy theorists, you know... That part of me liked it. You know, it's a little bit comical on the outside. You know, the building is designed to look like a battleship. Uh, they have a couple of prop aliens. Uh, they're building a UFO hotel, you know. And I think that's what it is. www.ufohotel.com uh, Quick plug right there for the for them, you know. Who's ever out there listening? Uh but yeah, I mean, I guess you could stay there. I mean, if you get trapped in the night, it'd be dope to stay in the alien room. You know, if you're out there and you don't can't make it to Vegas, you know, your bus breaks down, or you're just out there and you're out there in Baker for whatever reason, you want to spend the night in an alien hotel. You know, I'm sure they're gonna have no problem selling rooms here and there. You know, if they keep the rooms to a minimum, you know, maybe like ten rooms. You know, nine rooms. You know, fill them all up. You know, every weekend, you know, could make some good little money right there. Uh, but I, lo- I love that. I was, a- I was absolutely jazzed about seeing that. I'd never been there. Um, but yeah, then we started, kept heading up, and we got to Vegas Monday. I want to say about one o'clock in the afternoon, maybe twelve thirty. We got there. We stayed at the Excalibur. Now, driving up, I hadn't been to Las Vegas now in two or three years. About three years now. Uh, the announcement was made that, that the Raiders were moving to Vegas. Construction started. And it's gotten to where it's gotten now. And I hadn't been there. But I went there. Uh, you know, you pass State Line, you pass Whiskey Pete's, coming from where I'm at. You pass Whiskey Pete's and you pass uh, Buffalo Bills or, or Wild Bills, whatever it's called. You pass those. I, I didn't stop at those. I, didn't, I, didn't, um, I haven't gone to those either in a long time. But the roller coaster is still there. Uh, Wild Bills or Buffalo Bills, whatever it is. And I didn't see it. I didn't see it operating. So I don't know if it's down. I don't know if it's not working. I don't know if it's just only a weekend thing now. I don't know if it, perhaps it's working and I just didn't see any. But you know, it's neither here nor there. I don't really, you know, don't really 
mind if it's not working or not. I just didn't see it. Now, moving into the heart of Vegas, get to Henderson a little bit. You can see how much they built. I can see how much they built over the last three or four years. They've built a lot, and they're still building. Las Vegas is a booming, you know, they're not far behind anywhere else, man, as far as the sheer size, the entertainment, and the things going on. They're not far behind. I, I've i gone on this podcast and talked about what it meant for the Raiders moving to that kind of a city and that kind of an atmosphere with the things and just, you know, people come into that town, you know, and I haven't been there since I even started podcasting. People go to Las Vegas is a retreat, man. I mean, it's a resort. There's a high-end resort. And you know what? The Raiders moving there, that is beyond, it's a beyond the Grand Slam. I don't care who you talk to that disagrees otherwise. The Oakland Raiders, soon to be the Vegas Raiders, and will always be the Raiders, are moving to Vegas, and that has to be one of the top tier decisions that the Raiders and the long Al Davis, you know, all that, everything, John Madden, you know, winning Super Bowls, having a winning legacy, the, the team of the decades, just win, baby, just win, baby, and then it's just Vegas. It, that will keep free agents, top free agents, always on in our radar and on, on their radar. You just don't know if you haven't been to Vegas in a long time, or you've been, or you found out the Raiders are moving to Vegas, and you're against Vegas. If you don't know Vegas, or if you're just hating that the go to Vegas and let Vegas hit you, let it blow your mind. Go with your girlfriend. You don't have to go see a football game if you don't want to. Hell, you don't even have to like the Raiders if you don't want to. You just go to Vegas. And with an open mind. Don't go with the closed mind like, nah, let's say everything's so expensive, blah, blah, blah. You know, if you want to act like that, you can just stay your ass home. You don't have to go to a football game. You don't have to do shit. Um, but it, you know, driving up to Vegas, you know, you start passing South Point. You start passing... Um... You pass the silver, Silverstein or whatever that is, Silver Star, or Silverton is what you pass. It's on the left. You drive a little farther, you start seeing the Delano, and then it's just the Raider Stadium is right fucking there. Now it's not on the strip. Like I, I didn't know where it was at. It's. N- it's on the other side of the freeway that the same size as the Palms, the Rio, Silverton, and a few other casinos are. It's on that side, but it is close enough to the strip. Or it's not a far. It's not far at all, man. If you stay, I stayed. We stayed at the Excalibur. Me and my girl stayed at the Excalibur. You know, much shout out to my girl because it was her vacation. 
I went with her. She booked the room exclusively for us. Um, so, you know, Bay, if you hear this, you know, thank you. Thank you again for the for the trip out to the desert for a couple days with you. But, yeah, I, we stayed at the Excalibur. From the Excalibur, it's like a two-minute drive. Get in your car and you're across the street and you park and you're done. You could probably Uber to it. You could taxi to it. I'm sure they're going to build trams to it. I'm sure there's going to be buses to it. Vegas is ready. On all hands are ready to get people to that game fast. If you haven't been to Vegas, you wouldn't understand. But Vegas traffic moves so much better than East Bay traffic by a long shot. It's incredibly easy to move through the city. Um, but the but it the Raiders Coliseum is right there. It's right by the. It's right actually across from Mandalay Bay, I believe. Mandalay Bay, the Luxor, and Excalibur are like the closest hotels to it. It's there. The building is just on the other side of the freeway. Now you, I didn't wasn't able to see the building from my room, but if I would have stayed in the other tower that was on the Excalibur, we'd have a beautiful view of it. Uh, and the the building is so damn pretty, man. And it's not even done. The black, you know, the shimmering black windows on the outside is amazing, man. And the way, and it's huge. The fucking building is huge. Um. Uh, Bravo, Mark Davis. You guys, some of you internet freaks on Twitter and on Instagram and everywhere else, talk giving Mark Davis a lot of shit. But his building is damn near done. Uh, it's in a fucking amazing city. Uh, that is one giant leap forward for the Raiders for all time. And I do believe we will win Super Bowls there. Uh, I would like to get one last one in Oakland. Who wouldn't? But we are going to get our Super Bowls there. And we're going to invite all the Raiders, you know, once all the hurt feelings are put to rest, once the team is there winning and the Raiders are back to the way they, we as the fans want them to be, we want the primetime games. We want the wins. We want the Super Bowls. We want the Raiders to do good. And it starts at a – you've got to have a home base. You've got to start at a home base. you got to start somewhere. We've got a permanent, beautiful home on the on the way. I've seen it now with my own two eyes. You know, I didn't know where it was going to be. I thought it was going to be somewhere out there in the fucking desert, like, all by itself. You know, I thought it was just going to be a concrete building. I thought, you know, I don't know. You know, I didn't know what was actually happening. I wouldn't have pictures. I didn't really, I'm not really keeping up with what's going on over there. You know, because there's business here to attend to now. Watching these games, watching what's going on in Oakland, what's going on, you know, in California. But 1,000%, just, you know, driving up to it. It's not even complete. It looks so nice. It's an amazing structure that they're building in Vegas. I wish it would have. they could have built that in Oakland. I wish Oakland, city of Oakland, when they look back at this, what happened over the last 10 years and you know they look at the 20 years down the line 
30 years down, 30 years from now. Uh, Oakland could have had something similar, you know. I, I understand money, there's politics, there's things involved. But you know what? Sometimes you just got to put some of the noise aside and just do it. You know, you don't just... I get it, I get it. You know, there's things here, you know. Homeless people and crises of, you know, hungry children and schools and things, you know, need fixing. And you'd rather spend a half a billion dollars fixing your town, you know, paying everybody versus just giving it to a football team to, you know, whatever, you know, you don't want to do it. But you got to look at the bright picture. The bigger picture. If you don't bring in something like that, the residents there are never going to have anything to say, hey, that is, that's us. That's boom. And Oakland does. I mean, Oakland has their own vibe. But it would have been dope to see the Raiders have a big, pristine, brand new building, you know, with the loyal fan base and, you know, in Oakland and keeping pace with, you know, San Fran, you know, the 49ers, but it just didn't happen, you know, the top heads couldn't agree to anything, and Oakland is now moving to Vegas, and I think it's a win-win, Oakland needed a new building, maybe they even needed a new thing, you know, a new place to call home, they're getting it, the team, the team, once they start playing there, you're going to see how much better once the fans start going and attending these games you're gonna see how much how much better the las vegas raiders will be versus the los angeles chargers versus the los angeles rams versus the san francisco 49ers versus a lot of other teams the raiders are now just just on principle are better than three quarters of the nfl by far because you you don't know what you just don't understand what's in Vegas and I'm as I'm gonna segue now out of talking about seeing the building for the first time and seeing where it's at and telling you guys where it's at you know we landed in Excalibur about 1 p.m. on a Monday checked in relaxed you know took my shoes off for a few minutes moved the car to the self parking. It is true you do have to pay for parking, but if you stay at the hotel, it's an extra uh, ten bucks, and you get to use it the time you're there. Um, it makes for an incredible. We stayed at the Excalibur. My girl got us, and I felt that the room was fairly cheap for under two hundred bucks. We stayed for 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 under, for under two hundred bucks, two nights, three days. We had a parking key our keys to the room was the same that you used to at the parking structure the self park um we got a buffet for both of us a buffet and lunch but we only used one buffet we only used one meal of the three of the two days we could have used it um we used one buffet you know you get the buffet and lunch for an extra i don't know so many bucks but the value because you're going to use it you get your value out of it, you know. We did that. And I believe, what else did we do that? Um, I think that was it. I think we just got the parking 
self-parking key, which comes in handy. Comes in handy. You could. You don't want to have to pay for parking every fucking hotel you go to. So, and you don't want to. It's better to pay. Let me just put it. It's better wherever you go to your hotel and you have to pay. If you go to buy the little upgrade to get the parking, use it once. Use it when you leave. Uber around while you're there. Ubering is cheap. It's 13 bucks. But if you go to park at New York, New York or some of these other pay for parking, uh, you're going to be 12 bucks for an hour versus, you know... 13 bucks and you can go drink at fucking wherever and come back whenever not have to worry about driving let alone pay for parking as you're leaving in a said establishment so as i said pay get the pay for get the pay pay for it with your room it's cheaper comes in handy keeps so many people out of the parking structure so you're not fucking up on the parking anyways we did that we moved our car to the self parking uh and we immediately started walking we went to actually go get some drinks at dick's in excalibur dick's uh dick's resort or i don't know what the fuck it's called but we had some pulled pork nachos and some tallies i had a tallie 32 ounce of Long Island iced tea slushied phenomenal man it was a phenomenal drink had one killed that uh, ate the pulled pork nachos and got full actually after those nachos really good from there we actually walked to the M&M's walked across no we went to go play the arcades for a little bit in Excalibur Excalibur has a child friendly arcade section um, I highly recommend if you're for a family experience, you know, not a lot of hotels. And I found this out years ago in Vegas. Most of the big hotels got rid of the arcades for children. May, simply many children years ago were getting kidnapped and all kinds of shit. Parents were getting drunk. Kids were being left at the arcades. A lot of hotels got rid of arcades for kids. But the Excalibur has an arcade. They do have very strict rules. Uh, as a parent, you can't just drop them off um, anymore. Or I don't know. But they do have some strict rules. No, no child can just be down there by themselves. Um, and then the arcade closes at a certain time. So, you know, you, the kids got to go at that point. But they do have a, a kid-friendly arcade there, which is which is nice. So you go with your family, you know, as an adult, you know, you most likely you have a kid or two. You don't want them bugging. If you go to stay at the MGM Grand, they don't have an arcade for the kids. They don't really have that kind of a setup. So the kids are left to, you'd have to walk to Excalibur, you know, grab some drinks, let the kids gamble out their kid go see a movie or something else you know, take them back to the room you don't want to go far but the Excalibur has a card an arcade so does New York New York New York New York has a roller coaster now New York New York and Excalibur are older casinos uh, older hotel establishment but like I was telling my girl you know what I hadn't been in Excalibur for a number of years 
they did do the full, you know, you can walk across from bridge to bridge to the MGM and, you know, you can tra- ride a tram. The Luxor is next door. Um, they make it easy for you and it doesn't look so, it doesn't smell so dingy. It doesn't look so dingy in there. It looks older, but it does not look run down. Neither do the rooms. Like I said, we checked in the room and I was expecting the room to be a little bit clustered, a little bit like, you know, run down, but it didn't seem, didn't seem that way. The beds are comfortable. Um, the TV worked, you know, bathrooms are clean. It's everything you want out of a little room. You know, I felt the air conditioning worked phenomenal. I had no complaints as far as the room went. Um, and then it was for the right price, man. For the right price, you know, you just I, you can't beat that. I'm probably gonna. I like staying at Caesar's Palace. It's it's higher end. It's a phenomenal hotel as well. But I've also had phenomenal experience at Excalibur. It just for a little bit less. You know, you get to spend more elsewhere. So, you know, take it take it with what you, what you want. And Excalibur is a little bit more casual hotel, as I'll explain later. So, we did the arcades. We, we had dicks. And then we went to go... Walk. We walked across to the strip a little bit. We're walking on the strip a little bit. We walked into this Coke... Or we walked into the M&M store... And you know, walked up and down. I seen some stuff. Walked down. My girl got a message from her friends that wanted to meet up at the D, which was the Fremont Street downtown Fremont. Uh, we Ubered. Do we Uber? Yeah, we Ubered from Excalibur to the D. Um, and. You know, the D is in the Fremont Street. I don't know where it's at. It's in there somewhere. But the D, the little hotel, the D was... It's nice. I don't know if it's newer, but it's definitely nice. Uh, it's a little small, but, you know, they had nothing, nothing to do with nothing. But that's nice. We, we're in there gambling for a little bit. They do have, like, an old retro gambling casino that actually drops coins. You know, I haven't seen those in a while. And then the bottom floor is pretty much all the new school uh, slot machines. You know. So, that was cool. We were in there for a while. Monday Night Football is playing. I kind of figured that the Patriots are going to blank the Jets. No big surprise there. Um, I was watching a little bit of it. While we were gambling, we had some Long Islands there drinking. The drinking continued. Uh, leaving the D, we walked. We went to go walk outside to go get something to eat. We ended up going to this place called Bisonios, or I don't know. But we're outside in the Fremont area. It's fucking phenomenal as well. Uh, you got zip lines. You've got gobs of people just walking down Fremont Street. And I have never been to Fremont Street that I'm aware of. Uh, downtown Las Vegas. The Fremont Street is nice. The Fremont experience. Uh, you walk outside and the top of it is just a giant monitor screen advertising shit to you. It's crazy. 
Um, the Four Queens is there. I didn't walk into that, but it looked that looked like it was popping. Uh, like I said, the little eatery that we ate at, I don't know what it's called, but I had a Frankenburger, which was good. My girl had a tomato bisque, a little bit of um, biscuits and gravy, and a let's say a grilled cheese sandwich, possibly. It looked amazing as well. I mean, there was some good stuff there and for cheap for a, gr- a great price man uh, but yeah the Fremont experience was phenomenal uh, from there we went back to the, to the room got situated and hung out for a little bit but we ended up going to do top golf at like 1130 at night so we walked and I thought Top Golf was on top of the hotel room, but it's not. It's its own little attraction off the side. Top, we walked from Excalibur through M, all of MGM, out of MGM, and all the way back to like the back part of all the hotels, way in the back, which is where Top Golf is located. Uh, we hiked it there. Now, I got nothing but phenomenal, scene, phenomenal things to say about Top Golf as well. I don't know why that establishment is not in Southern California and let alone with two or three locations. They could use one in the OC, they could use one in LA, and they could use one in the Inland Empire. Because the top top golf to me, the setup of it is fucking phenomenal, man. I mean, I don't know what's holding up any legislation with that guy. I think there's one in Sacramento, but the Inland Empire or the LA Basin needs a Top Golf because it would do numbers. Uh, Top Golf, if you're out there and you somehow hear this or somebody tells you, you know, I got nothing but phenomenal things to say. Top Golf is a great mix of bar, golf, club, fun and games. Uh, it's just it's just phenomenal. I, I really. I really liked what they had to offer. I could see me going top golfing uh, for sporting events, you know, NBA playoffs, things of that nature. You go and grab a grab a spot at the top golf. You know, you golf around for an hour, you hang out, you watch the game, you know, do a round of golf, get some nachos. They got food there. Uh, my girl had a couple of her friends there. They ordered nachos. They ordered, you can order drinks. I mean, it's a, it's a well, it's golfing the way it's golfing is supposed to be. Uh, if golf, if they, if golf could just be a sport like at Top Golf, you know, how they do it. If that was golfing, I would be into golf so much more. It's the best. Top Golf is the best parts of like a Scandia or a Bowwinkles or you know uh, wherever you could go cosmic golfing you know top golf is the best parts of that and so much more better um, I thoroughly liked it I mean if it's a little pricey I say it's a little you gotta have you gotta you can't if you're gonna go by yourself I don't recommend it because golfing is expensive but if you go with the squad of homies 
four, five, six heads deep. Split the 80 bucks, whatever it is, to rent the golf for an hour. Kill it. Everybody gets their golf. And then you hang out, get some drinks, watch the games. Get some nachos. Maybe even do two hours of golf. You know, take a couple of girls. And everybody right there having a blast. That's what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be having fun. I really liked it. That topped off our night Monday night. We got back to the hotel. I was dead tired. Passed out. Boom. Vegas day one was a total success. Uh, Vegas day two rolled up. Um, we went to the buffet. The first we got up, we walked. Decided to go to the buffet. I was hungry. I was like, you know what? We have these buffet things. Might as well get in the buffet. The Excalibur buffet is not a high-end buffet. It's not a low-end buffet either. It's mid-range. Um, I don't know what the buffet name is called. But I do know it's in the Excalibur. It's on the second level. Buy a book at the Beppo. You know. It's it's a phenomenal. Phenomenal buffet in my eyes. I feel like it's very clean. The food was, most of the food was delicious. The thing that puts it over the top and separates it, they have a little bar there for breakfast. Um, you know, the food doesn't look so prepackaged as well. But the bar aspect of it, the comp. That you get it for renting the rooms there and staying there, you know. I think just overall, because of those things, it just added up to be a great experience. The desserts, homemade crepes. Uh, they have popcorn. It's not your typical just cookies, brownies, and ice cream. They have some little desserts in that, and just like that, there's little things that put it separate it from just your run of the mill buffet. Um, and we went in on a Tuesday and it was packed. So I could imagine on the weekends that buffet gets a little bit packed, but it's because it's decent. And if you're staying there at Excalibur, I recommend you go into the buffet because they're going to give you some complimentary things. You might as well use it. Uh, you're not going to be disappointed like, oh, you went to a buffet, you know, somewhere else and paid top dollar. And, you know, maybe it was mid-level to you and you're like well maybe expect it a little bit more but the buffet at Excalibur was phenomenal man uh, from there we walked out we trekked up in our car no in my girl's car to the first thing we did was went to go locate edibles now this is where my story takes a turn for the loop, a loop for a, a loop we went to go get some edibles now, we tracked down edibles. It was, it was a little bit of a trek to get to find where the edibles. But if you want to know where most of the edibles, the edible shops are located, they're on the, the on the side that the football stadium is on the side of the Rio. But it's over there in between the Rio and Palms. Uh, and areas, there's an area there with like about five shops. Maybe six. We stopped at this place called Exhale Now. Uh, but there's other... There's like there was like three medical medicinal marijuana establishments like right there on top of each other. Now I was 
just Googling where to go. So I didn't, you know, but I kept seeing Mad Men, Men, uh, I think Prosper 13 or something like that. There's a bunch of them. There's advertisement for days for weed, for medical cannabis right there. So if you have trouble finding it, it's not hard to find. Um, But yeah, we, we picked up some edibles. I picked up some grape shots. You know, grape energy shots with 10 milligrams. Took one, didn't really feel it. Uh, we bought a, a Rice Krispie, which was 100, like 107, you know, MG. Uh, I, I roughly have maybe a little bit less than half. Um, but I'm not sure when I ate it because we went to go from there. Then I had to go to the bank to go take care of a little bit of business back, back home. Uh, took care of that business and then from there we uh, we went to the movies at the Orleans the Orleans is an establishment it's a little bit older but they have a movie theater in it there's a Cinemark with I think like 18 screens which is you know phenomenal man I mean I was looking for a movie theater when we got there because I wanted to see Maleficent and you know the Orleans is a hotel and it's got movie theater it's got a bowling alley Uh, that establishment is you'd have to go there I don't know about staying there because it is a little bit older you can totally tell that that establishment is not as kept up as you would want it to be. But, I mean, it it serves its purpose. If you're going to go there, they have a kid zone. They have a little arcade. They have a movie theater. They have a bowling alley. I do know they have concerts there. So there's reasons to go to the Orleans. I don't know about staying there, but I would not knock it as far as going there. We got into the movie theaters. Movie theaters are clean. Cinemark is good. It's a good movie theater. We saw Maleficent. Um, I love the movie. Uh, Maleficent is no longer an evil villain. She beat the rumors. Um, she saved the day. You know, she dies, comes back to life. She's the phoenix. I mean, it, Maleficent, the movie, I could go on about that, but I'm going to just tell you, it's a two thumbs up. It's a, I want to say an eight out of a ten movie. I think it was masterfully done. Um, masterfully done you know the visual effects are amazing um you know there's it's just it's a it's eye candy it's everything that Maleficent 1 was supposed to be could have been and they did and they delivered it you know Angelina Jolie is a fantastic Maleficent uh, I like I said before, I don't think Maleficent is. I can't see anybody else currently. They're gonna have to wait another twenty, thirty years before they even think about redoing it because Angelina Jolie plays that role fucking perfect, man. Uh, but that's a credit to both her acting skills and whoever casted her as it because I mean they hit that nail on the head. I don't think there can be another Maleficent if it's not. Angelina Jolie 
Um, you know, I like that they expanded on her character from the first one. The first one was more... She had a monotone vibe, but this one, you know, they try to incorporate a little bit of humor in her, a little bit of more fighter in her, fighter in her, uh, fighter into her, into her character. They had a little bit of emotional scenes in her, you know, you know, they gave her, her character the whole, the whole buffet of emotions that you could give a character. It wasn't just sinister. Like, there was only a little bit of her crept back to the old Maleficent, like, you know, where it was like she was really this darkish figure. Only, like, in a few scenes was that prevalent. The other scenes, you know, when she met up with her other kind, you know, and they find out that she's the last of her kind, you know, and they give her a choice what does she want to do, you know. She gets wounded in battle. She's dying. She's got, like, a death. She's, she dies, like, almost twice or three times in the movie. Um, you know, there's just there's just so many things about the movie that are good. I don't know who the fuck reviewed it as bad on the Rolling Stones, but you, you're a crackpot. Uh, that movie's phenomenal. I, don't, I wouldn't doubt if it does them. If it doesn't, I don't doubt that it's not going to do numbers or isn't doing numbers because I think it's doing numbers. Um, it's an amazing movie. If you haven't, if you haven't seen it, I would go see it. Um, but yeah, like I said, we walked out of there, and as as I was leaving there, I did start feeling the high of the edibles kicking in. Uh, like I said, we ate the edible, and I could feel it kicking in. Now, from there, we went to go to the gondolas at the Venetian. Now, I wasn't driving because I was already kind of high. Well, I, maybe I would. I was just driving fucking slow. <laughs> but we ended up parking at some free parking. And at the time, I didn't know. I thought we were in the Venetian. We walked around the whole motherfucker like I was looking for the water. I was like, isn't there some fucking water? The whole time, whole time I thought we were in the Venetian, we were in the Palazzo. Now, the Palazzo is nice. And when I mean nice, I mean, you can't go there... It's almost a suit and tie affair. If you go there less, you're almost being, you're just being looked at. Like, they don't want you in there. <laughs> no, you can't do shit in there because every store in there is fucking like a million dollars to shop. Um, it's a high end hotel, but the Palazzo is very, very, very nice. Just to stroll through it is a treat in and of itself. The attention to detail and everything in there is crazy. It's it's a beautiful time. I mean, if I was on a business trip and I could stay at the Palazzo and I didn't, or if I was a millionaire and I had no worries, I would stay there. Definitely, it's right near everything else. Um, but the high was kicking in tenfold at this point. You know, and I'm gonna stop this right here because I'm running out of time. So I'm gonna probably continue this episode maybe in a little bit today or tomorrow. Uh, But I'm going to finish up right here before I continue on. Because I still got like another 20 minutes to talk about my my trip. But I'll be right back. Hold up. Okay, guys, I'm back. 
So, as I was saying, the Palazzo. We started. We parked. We went from the movies at the Orleans, which is way over there, like in the middle of nowhere, to the Palazzo. What? That was the Palazzo, even though we walked around in it. I didn't know, but it was like high class, like suit and tie type of high class. And it was like, you know, you have to be a baller to stay there. Because nothing in there is cheap. Um, I don't imagine. I mean, I mean, imagine if you rolled up in there with your family on like a budget. They'd probably check in, take your money, but then when you get stuck with no, you know, way to eat and all that, you know, you're gonna be like, wow, it's too expensive. But I'm assuming whoever goes to the Palazzo, you gotta have bank. I mean, they wouldn't put a hotel there if it wasn't that type of hotel. If you know, if it wasn't, you know, if there wasn't people that were of the upper, upper, upper echelon. I wonder how. I wonder how much it is a night to stay there. You know, it must be crazy expensive. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. But the Palazzo is nice. I mean, it is, it is eye-poppingly. Like, there is not one piece of trash. There's not gum on the floor. There's no smoke in there. There's, I mean, it's nothing like it. It's clean, pristine, clean, bright. You see all the eyes, you know, just walking up there, just chilling, you know, walking around, you can totally tell the ambiance is way different. It's a little bit more mellow than all the other, you know, casinos. But nonetheless, we walked through there, you know, as we walked out, I was like, damn, where the hell are we? You know, it's a gorgeous view walking out the plaza and you get... The wind on one side, which has fantastic look to it. You got another mall, fashion mall, on the other corner. And on the other corner, I think is, I think is Treasure Island. You know, there's uh, the Marvel Station exhibit thing that they got going on, which I want to do. Which, you know, is another one of those things. It's just out of reach. Yeah. But it's not out of reach, but it's something you want to do. But there's so much things to do. That, like, you're like, well. You know, just, there's so much things to do. It's like, well, you can't do them all unless you're there, living there 24-7. And have bankroll and have the time. Like, you just don't, there's not time for everything either. It's mad. It's a madhouse there. But at the same time in my journey, the edible was full on kicking in. Like I am high as shit. Now we're walking to the Venetian, and even though my high is high, I'm not high, high, high yet. I'm just high. You know, we're in line to get. We walked to the Venetian, and the whole purpose of walking to the Venetian was to ride the gondolas. Uh, or at least to check it out. If we didn't ride the gondolas, we could have done something else. Walked over to the high roller or whatever. 
there's other things to do. Like, I just wanted to, I thought the gondolas would be a nice little thing to do. You know, it's like one of the things I've been wanting to kind of do, too. I, I didn't know, I didn't know they offered rides. Um, it's about 15, 20 minute ride. Uh, so we got, we got the tickets to the gondola. And there's a, for those of you that don't know, there's an inside gondola ride and outside. I recommend the inside one because you're out of the elements of the heat during the summertime. In the summertime, I don't think nobody's on that gondola on the outside during the day. It's all nighttime motherfuckers. But in the nighttime, you're probably packed. But then in the nighttime, I don't know how much you actually see of the strip. It's not like they take you around the strip. It's just, and that's why I think the inside is better. You know, there's bridges you go under. There's little, I mean, it's, it's a cool little thing. Like, I, the lady sang some songs. I mean, the gondola ride, not to be like a homer, but I mean, it was, it was worth the 20 some odd bucks that I felt, you know, you know. It's four. It's a four-person thing. So unless you pay to do it by yourselves as a couple, you know, you go with two other people. But it, it, I mean, it's pretty. It's like you go on as like lovers or you know whatever. You know they tell you it's for the good luck and to kiss under the bridges and all that stuff. So. I kind of, you know, and I went with I went with my girl, so I kind of, you know, I was enjoying it, but I was kind of chicken shit out too, like, I was tripped out because we passed. Okay, so they tell they tell you when you get your gondola right ticket, they're like, go inside, you'll see the line. Go inside, and we're walking like far, and at no point do I see water. So I'm like, okay, well, at some point we're going to see water because fucking, um, you know, there's a boat right there going to go on for like 20 minutes. Like, there's got to be some fucking body of water somewhere, right? So we're walking and we're walking and and it seemed like we were walking forever, but I was staring at the ceiling, so it's quite possible I didn't, I was already high as shit. It's quite possible I didn't really, really pay attention to it. But you're walking in there. There's a lot of stores, a lot of music. I mean, it's, again, in there, too. Inside the Venetian. I had never actually walked through the Venetian. Like, inside of it. It's wild as well, too. Supposed to look like, you know, Venice, Italy. And I don't know if that's how Venice, Italy looks. But, I mean... Definitely, they definitely built that place, you know, they definitely, whoever, you know, whoever designed it, all the architecture, all the construction experts that went into it, you know, they did a good job. I mean, the the Venetian as well, on the outside, the Venetian is one of the more spectacular hotels, just outside and all the architecture and detail they put into the stonework. And, you know, the concrete, the rails, all of that is just, you know, they wanted it to look like your own little piece of Venice, Italy, which, 
you get that sense. I mean, and the gondola is kind of, you know, helps cement it. You know, I I found it to be a really enjoyable thing, even high shit, not remembering too much of it. But, you know. Now, after that, my high went from being just high, it was one to orbit. I was like, not hallucinating, but I was hearing shit, definitely. Um, I didn't know what I was hearing, but we were lost. I was walking with my girl, I was like, I don't know how to get out of here. Like, I'm no help. <laughs> so, mind you, this is like, this. all of this happened... Tuesday, this is like about, the gondola ride was like at 7. So you we walked around that for like, you know, that that gondola ride was like 20 minutes. We got off and then we walked, we were walking out of the, and then we got st- stuck in the cell parking. And then we had to get back to the Excalibur and then walk up to the room. By that time, I was beyond high. I couldn't even, my mouth was so dry beyond dry. It was like I, like my mouth was a Sahara Desert. And then I got into the room and I didn't mean to like crash, but I just I was way gone. And I crashed. And then my girl went to go get nachos and some water. Thank gosh she got me some water. And then the next thing I knew I woke up and it was Wednesday morning. I like was seven in the morning. Uh, so there's a whole block between like honestly eight thirty nine ish to seven in the morning where I was just done. The edible fucking killed me. Although I got a good night's sleep, I mean that's what that does to you as well. Eventually so high you just close your eyes and fade out. And if you've never had an edible and you've never been that stupid high you know, edibles are one of those things where it's like, sometimes, you know, that's the second time Rice Krispies has got me. It got me. It just, it got me. Like, you get so high, like, you just, and it's constant. Like, you just get stupid, stupid high. The only thing I don't like about the edibles is that it comes when it comes, like, it, you start getting high whenever it really starts getting high, and then, like, it persists quite a while, while versus if you smoke, there's pros and cons, if you smoke, you get high immediately, you can kind of gauge how high you're going to be, you know, if you pack a bowl and you smoke it, you get high, and you're like, alright, well, I don't want to get stoned, I don't want to smoke myself stupid, you stop, and you just your high, maybe keep the high going a little bit, puff here, puff there, you're not going to get baked unless you're, that's your purpose is to get fucking hashed out baked, if you're going to get fucking baked, then yeah, you just keep smoking and smoking until you, like, literally your face is falling off, I've never done that myself, but now, when you're smoking, Yes, you're leaving crumbs, you need a pipe, you need a lighter, you're going to smell the smoke. You know, going into fancy places, the last thing they want you to do is 
I like weed. But that's why edibles are, for the most part, on my end, odorless. They get, they get the job done. Most of the time, they get the job done. And you be high. You be high. I be high. Now, my girl said she was high as well, but I don't think she was as high. I mean, she is prolific at the weed. Well, I'm predestined off my ability to handle and tolerate the weed. But that shit is intense. Sometimes the edibles are intense. You got to really watch what you're doing. Because the second time the Rice Krispies have got me, I've tried other things. Some has worked, some has not. But the Rice Krispies has got me now. Twice. Um... Yeah, and the high is good. It's just, it's like, for me, it lasts a while. You don't get high, and then maybe I'm only good for 20, 25 milligrams at a time. Because if it gets about 50, and 50 is stupid high for stupid long, then I want to say 25 might do the trick, and I might get high, but not as high as long, but enjoy it. So, you know, but then again, the eating an edible is not, it's not an immediate high either. It takes some time to kick in, to get through your blood. Now, drinking it, for some reason, is just like alcohol. You feel it immediately. But it's kind of hard to gauge it at the beginning if you're not used to it. Anyways, the, the weed and edibles and shit, we're going gonna to talk about that another time. So, Wednesday morning, wake up. I was feeling a little bit down because I kind of let my bay down. Because I know her friends were out here. They wanted to rage. I completely fucked up Tuesday night. Like, even though we hung out during the day, we went to the movies. We got some edibles. We did breakfast. We did the gondos. We walked around the palazzo. Walked around, actually, to the Venetian. Got into the room. Back to our room. I mean, we hung out all day. I mean... It's just, you know, had I not been that high, you know, at 8, 9 o'clock, we could have gone out, you know, 10, 11, 12, got some drinks, you know, done something with their friends, and we, you know, I, they wanted to do bingo, do bingo, you know, but, you know, now, but I didn't want to be a, a Debbie Downer, and it's like, no, I'm not going to eat an edible with you, it was actually my idea, let's go get some edible, that way we can see, you know, what's up, um, and to find all that stuff, because the next time we do go, maybe I won't get an edible, but they do have smoke there, so they got flowers there. Maybe we'll just smoke it, you know, somewhere. Then we get a smoking room, smoke out, catch a little fade for an hour or two, and then continue on. Smoke before we go, like just have a medium, a medium high, maybe even a. Uh, uh, a marjorie high, not not large, medium large, a marjorie high to it. So, you know, that might be better for me. That way, by the time I'm unhigh, I can refocus and we can continue on partying or hanging out, doing some nighttime stuff. Because I really, I think I really fucked up and not walking around the strip at night with I mean, seeing all the lights going to the Bellagio, or, you know, seeing the show at the Mirage, Treasure Island, you know, there's a whole bunch of 
There's a bunch of shows in the front that you don't actually have to pay to see. They just you just show up in there. There, you know, the Bellagio has a fountain. The fountains in the front are amazing if you haven't seen it. So is the Mirage show, the fire in the water, and the Treasure Island show. You know. But as it's Wednesday rolled around, and I was because I was a little bit like, damn, I was bumming it a little bit. I had that mentality like, oh, I'm gonna make it up. So we get up, pack up, get to the car, check out, we drive over to Park MGM, and from there we walk around. We go to the Hershey store in New York. Uh, seen all the cool gear, got us some chocolates and sweets, some, uh, we had a Reese's mini brownie, which was okay, it was a little dry, then we had two cookies with some butter, buttercream filling with the Hershey's Reese's cup on top, that was amazing, a little sweet, but amazing, that, we could have just had the one. Uh, I did a little shopping there. I got my mom a Reese's cup, but not actually a chocolate Reese's cup, but a Reese's cup of coffee. And then from there, we headed over to the Coke store, and the Coke store is amazing as well. Uh, they have all the Coke stuff you can imagine, all the gear. Uh, it's only two stories, but you know, like I said, at night probably is lit. You know, they have a little food court in there. It kind of reminds me of. Just like when you would get at the movie theater. But I mean, I'm assuming if you go in there for pretzel, you want the family to get some nachos and some sodas of every different flavor, you know, you can't fuck with it. I got my mom a Coca-Cola coffee cup. It's a big, deep dish one. It's probably the biggest coffee cup I bought of the day um, for And that store was nice. Then we went back to the M&M store. We got some M&M, you know, merch. So we did that, you know. My bae had been wanting to you know, go in there and shop, so I was like, okay, we'll go back into those stores. Walked around a little bit, then from there, we, we went to, got back in the car, but no, we walked in front of New York, New York. Now, New York, New York has undergone a transition. I remember when it first opened, it was like, wow, like New York, New York, they had the roller coaster, you know. Nobody had gone into it. Then I went to it after like five or six years after it opened. And it didn't seem like all that great in the inside. It seemed rather bland. Except for they had a roller coaster and they had you know an arcade and things of that nature. Then I went back to it with my nephew. The last one of the last times we were there. Their arcade is small. The roller coaster I didn't get on, but we we were there for a little bit. And I didn't, didn't mind it. To be honest, I didn't mind it. And this time, I think they finished constructing all that they're going to construct for the time being. They've got those bridges that lead you from one building to the other. They've got on the side of it, which is now known as the park. The park MGM, it's the MGM Park Theater. There's a T-Mobile Arenas right there, or I don't know if it's T-Mobile. I think it's a T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. It's right there. There's 
a ton of shops on the outside, you know, drinks, it's nice, you walk into New York, New York, it's nice, walking down the little, their little, your little Manhattan Strip kind of zone, it's nice, I, like I said, I I think New York, New York is benefited greatly from the Park MGM next door, T-Mobile Arena, and the improvements they made in the front. Now, as far as their hotel rooms and things of that nature, I don't know. But just in the front of it, I mean, it is high-key, you know, like something to, you know, it's just something that to see, something that if you were to go there, I would definitely check out. And seeing as there's a theater right there that I think is host concerts, I mean, there's not a better area to go to a concert, and then when you're at the concert, grab a drink, grab a drink before the concert, park, walk around a little bit. I mean, the Hershey store, the Coke store, the m and store is all right there. It's right there by New York, New York. You know, the Hershey store is actually in New York, New York, and it's, you know, you can't beat it. So, you know, that little area, Excalibur... New York, New York, the MGM Grand, and I forget what's on the other corner. That little area right there is popping. You know, I don't care what anybody says. I mean, it, I was there. I mean, I would. There's things to do there that I didn't do. Like I wanted to see Tournament of the Kings. I didn't even get. We didn't even look at the Luxor, and the Luxor is right there too. Like, you know, they have their their bodies, and they have. Um, uh, they have the show there. The, I think it's the Blue Man Group is at the Luxor, I think. That's something I'd like to see, too. Cirque du Soleil is at Treasure Island, I believe. I mean, these are things that I want to see. We just ran out of time, you know. But anyways, leaving there, we were like, okay, let's go back to the free parking. And let's walk to the Venetian because we were going to go eat food. So we left New York, New York's, or the park, MGM's parking, self-parking, took off, went to go park at Treasure Island, which has free parking. Uh, Treasure Island, we got off, walked through it, and that's when I learned about the, they had, they're the ones that have the Marvel station thing. And that's, you know, something I want to do. So I was like, wow, you know, when I come back, Treasure Island might be a destination that I might stay at, you know. But we we got off, we walked through Treasure Island, which is a nice hotel as well. I mean, I I've never been in Treasure Island, you know, not even, like, inside of it at all for no reason. But we went in there and I walked through it. It's fairly nice, too, you know, clean. All the casinos need to be clean, you know. You can tell they're older, but they're most of them are clean, like random machines, clean carpet, clean floors. Uh, the outside is somewhat there, and you know, just yeah, you know, walk through there, and then we walk through to straight over. What? What? Actually, what do we? No, we stopped and got a margarita somewhere right there for like 10 minutes. And then we walked to the Venetian to eat at this place called the Grand Lux, which has phenomenal food. And they're open 24-7, which is 
even more insane because the food is really good there. I have nothing but great compliments. I had a baked rigatoni and uh, crazy, creamy spinach and artichoke dip uh, food. Oh, it was fucking amazing. The food was amazing and in Bay had Zen noodles, which is fucking amazing too. I was testing each other's food, but I got so full just off of the, the creamy spinach and artichoke dip that I was like, you know what? I can't finish all this rigatoni. They gave you free bread. You know, that place is that place is an amazing. If that's just a cafe, that's an amazing cafe inside the Venetian. Now from there, I told Bay, look, it's still young. The day was only like 1 o'clock at that point, 1.30. I was like, look, let's go. I know she wanted to do the high roller. Let's go. We'll walk towards that way. Because the link is not far from the Venetian. It's like about one hotel over. Mind you, the hotels are big, but there's one hotel over. Walk up to the link and walk through it. Walk through a chaise. We didn't stop at O'Shea's because it wasn't party time, but we get to what they call, I don't know what it's called, off the strip. It's like a alley of nothing but fun shit. You've got the high roller at the end. You've got zip lines overhead. You've got bars on either side. There's music going. There's lights going. There's a ton of shit going on. And it was like, yo, look at all this stuff in here, like. I was like, I know there's some stores. There's a Harley Davidson store. There's a Tilt to Kill. Uh, the yard house is in there. You know, I was like, you know, they got all kinds of stuff back here. Like, this is this is a happening. It's a happening zone. The link is a happening zone. Nighttime. I've been there before. I know what's up, and I do know that it is popping at nighttime in there. So. You know, but the main goal was we were walking to the high roller, which is the reason why we're walking over over there. And the high roller is a <clears throat> it's a The high roller is a roller coaster. It's not a roller coaster. It's a giant Ferris wheel. Yeah, it's a giant Ferris wheel that extends up like 500 and some feet in the air. And it goes really slow. Like, it's a big Ferris wheel, but it's up to Vegas standards and it's up to high end standards where. It's not just a Ferris wheel. It's not like a little kitty Ferris wheel you see at Santa Monica. No, this is a high-tech Ferris wheel. This is crazily huge. Um, you get into like these little gyroscopes, in a sense. You get into these gyroscopes, and you know you you pay for your tickets. Now the high roller is about twenty-five bucks a person. You can get with alcohol, it'd be 35 bucks a person. And you would, I, I'd want to do alcohol if it was at night. You know, get like two drinks, two Long Islands, you know, maybe a couple of beers. 
you know, it, it to me it seems worth. You're up in the bubble for like 35 minutes, or like 30 minutes in in this high roller, and it takes you up ever so slowly. The views on it are amazing. You know, it's it's actually one of the best things we did there. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, we did it during the day, and this was like a trial run. You know, inside the bubbles is air conditioned. So, I, like, we didn't know what was going on. And I kept asking, her, like, is it a, just the Ferris one? And she was like, yeah, but you get on and you don't, you don't go in loops. You just go, like, goes one time through it and you're on there for half an hour and then you get off. But it's not like you get on and you sit down and you just, like, mind your business. No, you walk around it. You're at liberty to walk around your little bubble and take all the pictures you want, all the selfies you want. It's designed so you can 360 around it, day or night, rain or shine. Like, it's designed so you get on there and you see Vegas. In the daytime, you can see things clearly. I'm assuming at night, the strip lights up like a light bulb. And, you know, you can see the shows. You get up as high as the buildings. And I'm like, that's something I had wanted to do. That's what I thought Top Golf was. Like, you were golfing on the top of the roof. But... You know, Top Golf was fun in its own right, anyways. But this one, you got to get up to. I mean, I don't know if it gets as high as some of the buildings, but it gets pretty close to some of the other buildings, being 500 some odd feet in the air. Um, it's a fascinating piece of modern machinery. Um, it's an amazing thing. If you haven't experienced the high roller at Vegas, I highly recommend it. Um, I feel like it was money well spent. Another thing we did that, you know, I got nothing but two thumbs up reviews from as far as I go, man. I mean, I just, I didn't know what to expect. I went in there with the open mind and I actually walked away with like a little bit better than like, a little bit better than like, wow, that was a little bit better, like a lot better, it was like really cool. That was a really cool thing. Now, like I said, I would only do it another time or two. I'd like to do it at alcohol with alcohol and have a few drinks, and I'd like to do it at night because I've done it during the day. But I do understand, like I said, the time or two more. You may not get to wish. You know, maybe I'll do it during the day again with alcohol. Maybe I'll just do it at night, no alcohol. You know, it just depends on how things go. You know, I plan on being in Vegas every year now for the next foreseeable future. Uh, for Raider games, so if I'm not there just for, you know, that Sunday and coming back Monday, I'll be there two or three days, you know. That's how these things go, you know, that's how, you know, that's what I'm thinking, anyways. But yeah, I mean, the high roller is phenomenal. I give it, like I said, give it two thumbs up. Two thumbs way up, and you know, I give it like I said, I give it two thumbs way up. I highly recommend if you haven't tried it to try it. Uh, it's phenomenal. I had a phenomenal experience there. Like I said, I don't have anything negative to say about it, really. And they have other packages. They have the high roller and the fly. 
which is the high roller and the zip line as a combo pack. You can get the two pack, two packs, you know, it's a little bit more money, but you get to do both of them. And the zip line looks like a good, the zip line looks fun. It's very short, and you, you know, you're paying, and it's, you're on and off it real quick, but if you're to do that at night, just take it in zip lining. I mean, Fremont has a zip line too, and I'm like, damn near bothered to do that too. You know, you can do the sit down one, or you can do the flying one. It's all relevant, you know, to what your taste is. But from there, we Ubered back to our car and we left. And as we're leaving, I get to see my new future home one time before it's finally done because next year when they are playing around this time, it will be done and I will be at a home Raider game in Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, with maybe my girlfriend and maybe, you know, my nephew or who knows, you know, could be a family affair. You know, see how these things go. Um, yeah, that was, you know, driving back, we stopped at 80s World. We took a picture of the cupcake, ice cream cupcake cone they have outside. Did that. Uh, Peggy Sue's Diner as well. we were looking at. <clears throat> and then, you know, pretty much... Drove us straight to my home where we got home and relaxed for a little bit. Cut the tail end of the Houston Astros and the Nationals. The Nationals with the drubbing of 13-3 or 12-3, whatever the score was. A drubbing. They put on a drubbing of the of the Astros. Um, watched that and then called it a night. Went to sleep and I woke up this morning. Uh, had a crazy adventure. Crazy. Well, I wasn't as crazy, but it was. I had a had an adventure. I was walking around Vegas, like all over the place, like a madman. High off an edible, drunk one night. Good food. Good time. I mean, I had a had an awesome time. The first of many seem to come. I mean, like I said, I have already made several trips up to the bay every year i don't see why i can't make 20 trips to vegas over the next 20 years you know like i said you could i could just go for just for the game come back or stay monday come back first thing monday morning you know that's how those things go it's not that far it's really not that far outside of vegas you get to state line from state line it's 30 minutes to Baker, maybe 40 minutes, and then from there, it's about an hour and a half to Victorville, which is where other families at. You know, Victorville's not too far from my house. About another 30 minutes down the hill, so I mean, it's about not quite three hours. Pretty close. You know, I think we left over there like at 5:30, and we got to my house at 8:30, but we stopped a little bit. Um, took a picture, detoured a little bit, but I mean, we weren't, we made good time, good, good time, and we weren't rushed, I wasn't rushed leaving over there, I wasn't rushed getting home, nothing, it ended really well, my, our adventure ended really well, so I was really happy 
about that. Uh, when I got home, my bae had her birthday presents that I had ordered for her online, and she liked them, so you know, that's that. Well, like I said, you know, Vegas is fun. Vegas is fun. The Raiders are playing in Houston, Texas this week, you know. But this podcast I'm doing, this one, is just mainly my Vegas adventure. I mean, if you haven't been, if, if there's any Raider fans left, that despise the move. You need to go and see firsthand what the building is going to look like now that it's under construction. You know, and almost finished. And you need to spend two days walking around Vegas and just seeing the amazing stuff that's there between all the high end restaurants, all the high end hotels, the low end hotels. The medium-end hotels, the the tourist stuff they do. Go check out a show. Keep an open mind. Don't be a hater. I know there's stuff to see in Oakland. I know there's stuff to see in San Francisco. I know there's stuff to see in Berkeley, you know, Eureka and all these other places. You know, the Alcatraz. You got touristy stuff there, too. But if you grew up in the Bay and the Raiders moved to Vegas, take a trip to Vegas. You know, your Raiders are still your team. You know, even though I'm a homer and I like the Lakers, the Dodgers, and the Raiders, if I move to, let's say, Philadelphia because all of a sudden I'm doing construction over there like crazy, I'm still going to be a Raider fan. I'd still see them when they ever came to the Philadelphia Eagles game. I'd still probably fly to Vegas if I could, you know, for a vacation once a year. Hey, let's check out the Raider game, but at the same time, that's part of that's the Sunday. We're gonna be there from from Thursday to Tuesday or something like that. Sunday's Raider Day. Monday we'll do something else. You know, that Saturday we'll go out to a nice dinner, go see the Blue Man Group, or go see you know Penn and Teller. Go see you know the, the number of shows there. Any of the residencies, Lady Gaga's got a residency. The Eagles residencies there. You know, there's concerts galore there. So, you know, you just got to get used to it. Once you warm up to the idea and then you see it, the world as the Raiders, the Raiders as we know are going to grow up before our very eyes into being one of the top teams probably forever in the NFL just because they're making this move. The NFL... Las Vegas is set up for Super Bowls, for, you know, Pro Bowls, for home games, for big-time concerts that are going to go through there. Vegas is set up for it. Easy access, easy everything, easy to get a hotel. There's plenty of hotels everywhere. Airbnbs, Ubers, taxis, buses, trams, an airport. You name it, it's easy to get done in Vegas. And you're going to have a blast doing it. Alcohol everywhere. Parties everywhere. Quiet spas and yogas instructors everywhere. Whatever you desire, it's there. It's there. 
And everybody says that the players are not going to be going to be partying as might be so, but the visiting teams come in and they got to do the same thing that the Raiders going to do. You got to stay out the bars. You got to stay away from the pretty girls. You got to stay away from the casino and the gambling. Like every other team has got going to have the same problem the Raiders might have. But I don't think it's going to be the case. But anyways, guys, that's it for this episode. Um, This weekend, I don't know what's on docket. Probably the Raiders... Maybe no concerts coming up yet. Uh, may go to the Raider game still on this Thursday. If not, I may change it to another week or two later. And but I'm gonna go. I'm not sure. Not sure yet when. But like I said, that's it, you guys. I'm out. Um, get this up here shortly. Catch you guys later. Thanks.